0: Sunday, poor back on a Thursday night, usual time slot. Uh, sitting here watching the series finale in the Bronx. Yanks are up two nothing. Jose Trevino in, in uh, injecting some life into this Yankee team. Uh, got started a little late today, the game and the podcast. You want to explain yourself?
1: <laughs> uh yeah, we had um, some unexpected surprise guests, so I was going to get in the house in order, so couldn't e- quite.
0: Easter? Were they staying for the weekend?
1: <laughs> Pre-Pre-Easter, they'll be, be gone before the baskets. But yeah, so I just I got the I got the text at work today that to expect uh, to expect people when I got home, and uh, yeah, I got a few people in the house. Uh, until, uh, Saturday. So, yeah.
0: Oh, so that's more of a, like, a good Friday pop in.
1: A good Friday pop in. Yeah, I was not aware that apparently you're supposed to have, you're not allowed to eat meat on the Thursday. I thought it was just good Friday, weren't, weren't allowed to eat meat. I thought it was like every Friday during Lent. Um, which, oops. I mean, to begin with, it's been a while since I've followed that. Um, but apparently this Thursday, you're not supposed to eat meat, so. Uh, we had fish tonight. <laughs> Long story short. So now no meat tomorrow, too? I mean, uh, now I'm, I'm going to go out of my way at lunch to be sure I get some in me. Nice steak and are. cheese. That Oh, that's not a bad idea. New steak and cheese place. Some guy from Philly opened a steak and cheese place in New Haven I saw recently.
0: I did see that, too. I remember actually, uh, ironically, last Good Friday, not by design. It wasn't like to stick it to the Catholics or anything. I did have a steak steak bomb. Last year on good mm, friday nice uh it does sound that does sound good though maybe we'll maybe we'll make it a tradition <laughs>
1: uh yeah, you're supposed to do all kinds of crazy stuff on good friday're supposed to fast um you're supposed to you know the not eat meat thing and it's you know yeah you know, it's always a little bit overboard for me
0: well that's what like the Jews do
1: on passover
0: right don't they do like a twenty four hour uh a fast sort yeah, of thing sundown
1: there is, there is the fasting yeah i don't get the fasting i mean i guess for uh you would think italians I, would be better than that yeah yeah you would think i, I would i think the dinner's they be pretty good I don't, I don't know what a traditional good friday dinner is but i would assume like the, the build-up is pr- probably pretty nice um i, me- I remember having big dinners when i was a kid like it was kind of all just a lead-up to to whatever we were going to have and you know we'd have dinner like four thirty on good friday because we were all starving. pizza uh no, I, remember no mother, I remember my mother cooking yeah yeah good friday is a big pizza day a lot of cheese pizzas going out yeah oh i got a pizza question for you while we're on the topic i went oh, my to guy. Uh, yes you are i i, I went to um peppy's in fairfield on tuesday kids are off from school this week and uh I, you know, we, uh, they went to the city on Tuesday and on the way back, we went there for dinner. And, um, I ordered a small aliche, but like down there, you got to order anchovy because I don't know what the fuck aliche is. So mm. A small anchovy comes out mutarell. Do you have to say? And I told him, I said, uh, I said, I, I just, I just assumed that the, at that point, I said, I said, I was like, I just assumed that if you ordered the alige, it was just the sauce, and, and the alige. And He goes, uh, he "Goes you want just the cheese?" I was like, "No, no, 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 no cheese." <laughs> he goes, oh, "I could remake it for you." But do you? I don't think I, I don't think you ever ordered it with. You ever specify just the red sauce? Uh, or do they ask? Maybe that's what they ask. I
0: think I've specified because I don't. I don't trust the people usually taking my order.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe my fault for not being clear.
0: So you said you just said a small ali or small anchovy, you said. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think
0: you got to specify. People don't
1: know. Especially this guy. This guy's like a chad, you know. I got to specify. Yeah. Chads. Yeah. All right, my mistake. But he you put it he you just ate it anyways. No, he made a new one for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I probably would have just ate it
1: Well no Because I, 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 I asked And I was like Oh I just thought He goes oh, I'll make a new one for you I was like oh, alright Yeah
0: sure. <laughs> Called his bluff He tried the empty gesture Yeah
1: Yeah no, it was, yeah, That was probably the best Of the three pies we had That was probably the best one
0: I'm gonna get Small pie I, I, I like a nice small pie it's, it's just nice and crisp And tight
1: Yeah it's, It wasn't It's not as crisp Down, down here Six 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 and a half pizza a pe- <laughs> on a peppy scale, six and a half.
0: Yeah. And then what'd you get, a pepperoni and a clam? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the standard, pepperoni, clam, then you go wild card with the third one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It's like, it's, it's amazing how close it gets. Like, it's so close, but it's just not, doesn't have it. You know what I mean? It's missing. It's just missing something. It's a little thick. It's not like it's not. It's not made exactly. Like,
0: yeah, there's no statistic to really show it. It's just a uh, intangible.
1: Yeah. It's, it's missing. It was a good meal though. Like it was, it was good. I mean, it's better pizza than you can get. It, you know, most places. So,
0: I actually think I'm going to go calzone tomorrow. <laughs> I've, I've already decided.
1: You can go with the Steinbrenner special. This I think it's uh, sausage and eggplant. I
0: think it's oh, I, I think it's just eggplant because oh, uh, calzone. Yeah, it was actually a couple weeks ago. Uh, we caught that Seinfeld episode. Nice. My wife had never seen it. And I'm always looking I'm always looking for a cow. Cal- I'm always trying different places to find, like, the perfect cow zone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to try this place off the street that I've never been before. I'm going to get the eggplant cow zone.
1: Right. Yeah, I used to only get cheese cow zones. Me too. And it was Seinfeld that told me you could put other shit in.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's – they're all right. I mean, it's you're probably – the best ones are probably just cheese. I think the toppings I did, don't really add much to
1: it, you know. I think I did, like, an eggplant and a hot pepper one time.
0: That's, uh, that's pretty good. You get a little, yeah. little kick to it.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm assuming they put, like, the little, like, strips of, like, fried eggplant in it, right?
1: You gotta, yeah, it's, it's fried eggplant, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the way you got to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's not just, like, this – like, well, I would hope <laughs> Oh. Yeah. That's that's not meat, right? Eggplant is not meat. <laughs> is eggplant meat. Who <laughs> just asked me?
0: I'm just making just double checking.
1: <laughs> so, is this meat? Is turkey? Is turkey meat?
0: I'll allow it. Hmm. <laughs> At 101. Mm-hmm. I actually got a little uh this is, a, this is a gift from the Greek from, I want to say DPW, Hudson Whiskey. Oh,
1: that's what you're sipping Bright, on
0: over there? Bright Lights, Big Bourbon.
1: Yeah, I've had the Hudson whiskeys before. It's different. So, is it a little scotchy? I've had,
0: uh, yeah. I, feel like I, wouldn't, I wouldn't
1: call it scotchy. There's like a bunch of, it's the same brand, but there's a bunch of different ones, though.
0: I would say, uh, let's see. My sophisticated palate slash
1: vocabulary
0: mm-hmm. I'd say it's
1: a little maybe smoky, oh okay, yeah that's like that's kind of scotchy to me, yeah, yeah, okay,
0: I like it it's, it's a little like outside the box bourbon,
1: right, yeah, it's gotta mix it up sometimes, yeah,
0: i mean yeah, you got what part
1: what part of H- the Hudson valley is that made in it's like Newport. Uh, or something let's see forty six percent uh. Yes, I have messed up the actual first question. Distilled, distilled
0: and matured by Tuthill Town Spirits, Gar- Gardenaire, New York.
1: Gardenaire? How is
0: that? Bottled by William Grant & Sons, Inc., Edison, New Jersey. Aged a minimum of three years.
1: Please drink responsibly. Bottled in Edison? Wow. Why are you outsourcing your bottling?
0: It's a great qu- Great question. Oak. Oh, American Oak Barrels with notes of rich vanilla. Don't taste vanilla. Lightly salted caramel on the finish. I don't taste that. Uh, oaky, though. I taste the oak. A
1: little crazy with these uh, these descriptions. Vanilla?
0: Yeah, the, <laughs> I find this with, uh, with, like, craft beers. And, you know, I, I go to breweries and I try, like, I don't go that crazy. But, you know, you got to drink something the descriptions of all these bears will turn you off so fast (laughs) that you just have to like, kind of, I don't want to say ignore it because there's times where you read something and you're like, no, I definitely will not drink something that's ruby tart grapefruit. But like every description is just over the top. Just like, you know what I mean? I, it's it's cliche, but I just want something that brings me back to like drinking Schlitz in the woods. When when
1: I was a, a kid. You want a nice, refreshing beer.
0: Right. But you do, like, there are some beers that if I read the description and hadn't tried them, or excuse me, if I had read the description, I wouldn't have tried them. But by branching out and trying them, I learned that they were, you know, they weren't bad. Uh, yeah.
1: Do you ever look but, for the hints of, do you ever look for the flavors? Do you ever, like, swish it around? <laughs> look for it, like look you know, you find, like, certain tastes on the side of your tongue. Certain taste in the back. I'm you know, terrible. Different taste areas. T- t-
0: terrible. There is this hyphen weisen, I don't know if you know that. I guess it's German. That. Uh, that's another it? name. We, that's
1: another name we call uh, uh, filetta instead of the dash. We call him hyphen because you got a hyphen in his name. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Come on, hyphen Weizen. <laughs> <laughs> hyphen weisen. Uh.
0: Yeah, there's a hyphen wise. and I drink it two roads. It's pretty good, like a nice light beer.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: then one day I, I was doing a tour of two roads, and they were like, you know, what? Uh, can you taste the flavor in it? It's with what the yeast is in it, and it was banana yeast. And I was like, oh yeah, now I can taste the fucking banana. And it kind of it didn't ruin it for me. I could still drink it, but just hearing hearing banana and beer, it's like ah.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah, if you rally off like nine things that are in it, you're sure to get one flavor out of it. But that's what when it's just one thing and it's banana, that seems a little bit uh, yeah, that would be tough to swallow. No, I'm, yeah. no pun intended. Yeah, I
0: haven't drank it as much since, but it's it's an alright beer.
1: Sp- speaking of tough to swallow, wow, I'm just the king of the fucking segues tonight. I got to ask you, I don't know how much you've heard about this or looked into this. It wasn't, like, gigantic news unless like – I kind of heard it in passing, and then I had to look it up to see, like, exactly what was going on. But the Dolphins are really close to having Tom Brady as a minority owner. Did you know that?
0: They were close. You're – not,
1: or they are. They, no, they were close. They were
0: very close. Yeah, and then he was going to kind of, like, finagle his way on to
1: playing for them. Yeah, that was a little unclear. I thought that he wouldn't either. He either work something out with Tampa, or he would have to wait until twenty twenty three to play. I was a little unclear uh, on that. But yeah, basically, he was going to become a minority owner. He was going to bring Sean Payton over.
0: Oh wow, I didn't. I didn't hear the Payton news. I knew the. I knew the Brady ownership.
1: Yeah, because you know he's got his in with the Michigan guy there. The owner's Michigan guy. He's talked. Yeah. Yeah, and then he was going to get over there. And then, like, he announces retirement. Flores, the Flores lawsuit comes down. And they're like, well, we could, definitely can't have this first time owning white guy come in and, like, have this team heist and bring in another white coach. Like, it just looks kind of bad right now. So, like, Brady had to make the call. He's going back and then put the head out on Arians. So
0: So you think Belichick got wind of this and sabotaged him with that text?
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a great call. I didn't even think about that. It's very possible. Yeah. Well, he's a snake in the grass, that Belichick.
0: I mean, I don't want Brady as the owner, so I'm glad he did it. But (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put it past Belichick.
1: That would be really difficult as a fan in your position. It's not even like
0: I mean at this point, like he I know he's he's what he lead the league in passing last year and I mean obviously he was on a playoff team, but you know, I I don't I can't take forty five year old Tom Brady as my quarterback. Like no. enough is enough.
1: Well, it's even worse when he actually does retire though, and then he's just every time the Dolphins are on T V, they go to the box and there he is. Yeah. There's Brady and Giselle, minority owners of uh, the Dolphins.
0: Right, and these great players have never made good GMs or managers. Yeah. Ted Williams, like Jordan right now in Charlotte, yep. Lebr- LeBron in L.A., like these great players never make uh, <laughs> great GMs. So, yeah, I, I, no, I don't want Brady. And he's, he's going to probably do something like that at some point. He's going to stay relevant in, in some way.
1: When It's yeah, he's, he's gonna be a businessman, like whatever that means outdoors. He's gonna It's not much. like he's not
0: gonna be like a play by play guy. He's
1: like above no, that. No. no, he's he's like a Jordan he's Jordan Jeter Jeter level as far as that. Yes. So, yeah, yes, he's gonna
0: he's be, gonna a, be yeah. a big shot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: I just prefer he didn't do it in Miami. Where
1: what, what would be like the worst not I mean for him, like what would be like the most disgusting place you can go? Like, if he was like a Jaguars guy, Jaguars would be bad. Or would, uh, I don't know, what else? I don't know, where could he go? Like, Like the Jets. The Jets. He he wouldn't do the Jets. The Jets would be hysterical. He'd be like, I owned the Jets when I played, and now I actually own the Jets. (laughs) The Jets, yeah. The Jets would love it,
0: though, if he, like, you know, grabbed the the majority share from, uh, what's his face, Woody.
1: Oh, yeah, it's true.
0: Um, a little trivia: Four Yankees won an MVP award and a Gold Glove in the Mattingly. same season. Eighty-five. Mattingly. I hope is, is this the second time around they asked this.
1: I feel yeah, they came back for commercials. So I think.
0: Ah shit! I don't know. Uh, Arod, do it. One of those years, third base. Probably.
1: Oh, maybe it's not. All right. All right. That was the that was the first time. When did they start giving the
2: Gold Glove
0: Award is the question. Yogi. They, did they
1: have it all the way back in the 50s, the Gold Glove? I think so. Because he had a bunch of them, I thought, Yogi. Did he? I don't know. I'm going Yogi. And
0: was MVP – and okay, so that narrows it down because not a lot of guys have been MVPs for the Yankees.
1: Yeah, it was just Madeline in the in the 80s. Nobody in the 90s, right?
0: And A-Rod. So I think A-Rod's A-Rod. got to be one. A-Rod
1: probably won a gold glove. Any MVPs in the 70s? Uh, wait, wait, it's four Ma- Yankees. Munson. I
0: don't, I don't know if Munson ever won a gold glove.
1: I don't know if we we're clear, but it's just, it's four Yankees who had who won an MVP and a gold glove in the same year. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure if Munson won a Gold Glove either.
0: He definitely won the MVP in one year in the '70s, '76 maybe. Okay.
1: Well, that's okay. That's um, he's on the list. But I don't know how I don't know how far back we're going. Like,
0: did they have Gold Glove when DiMaggio was playing and Mantle?
1: DiMaggio might be cut. Might be cutting it close. I would say have a chance for Mantle.
0: Marris. I don't know if, how good of a fielder was Marris. He won two MVPs.
1: I don't think he was a good fielder. I think he was just a bat. All right, stay tuned. Yeah,
0: I'm pretty positive. Madeline, A. Rod are on there though.
1: Yeah, I'm going to oh, say. Madeline, Madeline. I'm going to say yeah. Munson's on there too. Okay. Although
0: Fisk, he was playing at the same time as Fisk. Though Fisk was really good defensively, I think. I'll say months and just because we need to lock in answers, though. Okay. And then... Yogi. Yeah, okay, Yogi.
1: Unless you think... Uh, I mean, Mantle. I is Mantle.
0: Uh, Mantle's a really good fielder. Yep. All right, maybe it's Mantle, Yogi, Mattingly, A-Rod.
1: Mattingly, a rodder for sure. It's the other three word. I don't know. I don't know if I lean one way or the other.
0: It's also possible A-Rod didn't win one.
1: <laughs> win a gold medal. Ha- he'd have to. Who's the, he'd have to win. Yeah, he uh, probably. By the, they way, probably. By, by the way, they're shifting on Rizzo right now, and I cannot wait till they outlaw this thing. I hate... I, I am... I just, I'm just disgusted with the shift and the amount of shifts that go on. Four outfielders... I, Rizzo
0: could beat it, though, man. Rizzo beat it last night. I give him credit, even though he struck out last at bat trying to, trying bunt, to bunt against yeah. it. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't bunt against Rizzo. I mean, I wouldn't uh, shift against Rizzo. At least this, not this uh, drastically.
1: No, nah, like, it's, it's disgusting, man.
0: He just tried to go the other way on that.
1: Yeah. It's, re- it's really over the top. It's too much.
0: It is a little yeah. much. They got four outfielders up there. Yeah, it's softball
1: yeah this is ridiculous. Four outfielders and a triangle and a triangle and, on the right side.
2: <laughs> this look a little goofy
1: like I feel like baseball how it's set up with the positions is perfect. I'll try to do this quick because uh, we, I don't you don't need hear me wax poetic about the game again, but like the setup is perfect. Just think about how everything lines up. The fact that from home to first. Like there's always like bang bang plays, and it's always close, it's always tight, like it's a perfect distance, and when you have the fielder' set up like okay, a hit should be up the hit if you hit up the middle that's a hit right I mean it's just it's a good place to hit the ball and if you ground up to, if you pull it on the ground to short, it's a ground out right. and you can and you can like you know you could shade a guy to pull, you can shade a guy up the middle, whatever it is, but like though it it seems like it seems like it was just, it was set up perfectly for every outcome. And that those kind of alleys were built into the game to to keep it. I mean, not to keep it interesting, but like to like kind of perfectly built into the game to fit in with how like the ball comes off the bat. There you go, opposite to Field, fly out though. But I don't know, but now they go on and throw this and it's like, you take away the gaps. You take away up the middle. You take away – I mean, if you ground at the second, you ground at the second. You don't ground to short right.
0: How exactly is this shift going to be outlawed, though? Like, uh, what? I don't know. Like, man. is this, is just, the shortstop just going to have to play on the other side of second base and vice versa yeah, with the second you, baseman?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll have, like, not – like, imaginary boxes they have to stay within. That's Can you call, like
0: – Call legal defense like you do in the NBA.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I just I'd admit it's just like just just uh, double play depth, right? Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. But but then I heard um, a big part of the Braves' run last year coincided with them using the shift more.
0: Oh, is that right
1: That's, yeah i forget- I forget where I heard that in the past couple of days, but I heard it somewhere.
0: what also had to do with the Mets and Phillies letting them hang around
1: <laughs> you know yeah that'
0: was a big shift <laughs> in mom in momentum
1: <laughs> the Mets collapse, yeah,
0: oh man, did you see the the video of the uh the Mets fan in Philly last night? No, oh. You have to watch it. It's a quick, like, 20-second video on Twitter. It's, uh, it's the uh, ninth inning. Uh, Edwin Diaz on the mound, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And the kid's on his phone. They're in, like, left field, it looks like. Mm-hmm. And the kid for the Mets – Mets fan, excuse me – is videotaping the final out, you know, whatever, strike three. And he runs up the stairs like he's still recording. Yeah, He's, like, talking shit to Phillies fans. And the Philly fan just takes the oh, phone yeah, chucks I'm it to the field.
1: Yeah, I'm watching it.
0: And, like, yeah, like, typical Philly scum. But I, I, I think I'm in the minority where, like, I'm on the Phillies fan side, man. You come up to me wagging, fucking sticking a phone in my face, man. And I, and I almost like the move. Like, in my, in my fantasy, <laughs> if, like, a Red Sox fan did that to me or, you know, an you know, opposing fan did that to me, In my fantasy, not that I would ever do it, I'd probably want to just take the phone and smash it to pieces, like spike it. Yeah. But I feel like that was just so much better and more like stealth. (laughs) It was just like flawless execution. And to the – like if you spike someone's phone, I feel like a brawl is going to ensue. That kid was just in shock.
1: Yeah. He's giving the double thumbs up afterward. (laughs) It was Uh, was
0: almost like – it was perfect execution. It really
1: couldn't have done it to a better – mark either that kid sucks
0: yeah you like, shoving the phone in my face like you
1: deserve. i could watch this all day I'm i watched the, it at least 10 times today i'm on the philly fan side too man i can't, yeah. I can't, I can't come point a camera at him I, I, hey i'm like you know but you gotta do the sunny you gotta do the sunny corleone throw a couple hundred bucks on the ground goddamn damn i don't respect nothing <laughs> yeah
0: he ran up to the Philly fan, man. He, he, yeah, he uh, right. what do you
1: want to call it? He He's in his personal space. He, oh, he, just he instigated like, it. He definitely he, instigated he, it. He t- <laughs> hey, I'm on. This, this is like my, my fourth time already watching it. Yeah. He had a moment. And then when they show him doing the thumbs up, you're like, it makes you even happier that he did it to that guy. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, man.
2: Tonefield's oh, advantage.
1: You, what are you doing, man? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what
0: happened beforehand, if they had words or whatever, but, nah, I mean, but you, this, ra- you ran up to that guy, act stuck like your been, phone in his face.
1: Act like you've been there before, man. Jeez, I mean, talk your shit, but I mean, you know, you want to film other people's reactions and laugh at them on your camera? I'm going to do that. Here, here's your memory, Bozo.
0: I will say this. I'm not a golf guy, but... <laughs> They showed a picture. I saw a picture on Twitter. Yeah. Um, So apparently they banned cell phones at the Masters. Like, you know, that's
1: that's always been, yeah. That's always been the situation. Yeah.
0: And someone posted a picture of, I don't know, 18th hole, whatever it was. And they were like, you should ban all cell phones because they showed like like the crowd shot. Yeah. Everyone was just locked into the action, no phones.
1: Oh yeah! No, and I yeah. always
0: make a point of that when I'm at sporting events. Once in my life, I've ever pulled out my phone. It was Rivera's final entrance. Like I try, I don't, I don't want to. Here we go. Here's the answer.
1: It was Merritt. Oh wow! Oh, I should have figured it was Ellison Howard. It was oh, tonight's yeah, it's his Bobblehead bur- Night. It's his
0: birthday, right?
1: Is his birthday? I don't know it's Bobblehead Night. I thought it was his debut. Oh no!
0: It's his debut. Yeah, it's debut, debut, debut. day. So, so Maris, Maris did win a gold glove.
1: Maris, Mantle, Ellison Howard, and Donnie, Donnie Baseball.
0: Yeah, we whiffed on Ellison Howard, which is inexcusable, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, no, all right. Tomorrow's
0: Jackie Robinson Day.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah, 70, 70, wait, how long is it? 75 years?
0: 47, so yeah,
1: 75. 75th anniversary
0: 75th anniversary. but It's actually
1: an anniversary for
0: a bunch of things tomorrow. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, Lincoln assassination. Mm, okay. And, you know, he was whacked on a good Friday.
1: Oh, what's he doing uh, to play? Be I, I hope he ate meat that day. Seriously, yeah, some lamb chomps or some mutton or something. How many know, days later did
0: Lincoln die? Did Lincoln die two days later? Did he go, like, the Jesus route? I don't know. <laughs> did <he> go <laughs> some parallels there?
1: Depends who you ask, yeah.
0: They both had a beard. Um, so, yeah, Lincoln and uh, the Titanic sunk on April 15th.
1: Oh, yeah, I didn't know that, yeah.
0: 90 years.
1: Wow. Right, it took wow. off on
0: April 12th.
1: So something big's I, gonna happen. Something big happens April fifteenth every few years. Then, I mean, it's been seventy-five since the last big one, but still,
2: right.
0: Something, something's got to go down. Something's got to give.
1: Yeah, or do, or do on April fifteenth for something. I mean, not. We shouldn't say anything. Some fucking Sunday, poor Jinx. Something terrible's gonna happen now.
0: Gonna lose to the Orioles.
1: <laughs> that's, that's very possible. <laughs> That's, I'm not, not putting that out of the wrong possibility. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I heard um, weirdest story at work this week. I think it was yesterday. And uh, girl I work with, she's like, she comes back. She's on the phone for like five minutes. She comes back and she's like, my sister just called me. She's at work, but she's hiding in her car. Uh, somebody offered her a CBD gummy. Turned out it was a THC gummy. So she's freaking out in her car. She's like a 50-year-old woman down in uh, the Carolinas. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I can't help you. I'm up here in Connecticut. I can't help you. I just left her hanging.
0: <laughs> didn't even talk, try and talk her off the ledge?
1: Uh, no, no, no. It didn't sound like it. No. So a woman. So- one, it was this her woman. manager. It was her manager who gave her the CBD gummy. Ah, oh, it's a subordinate, yeah. Yeah, so it seems like it should be in the in the clear, um, but
0: it's like rookie hazing. what <laughs> So he offered her a CBD gummy, right? And it turned out to be
1: THC, right? Yeah, I guess she does the CBD for whatever reasons, anxiety, or whatever, and uh, yeah, ended up to be the most anxiety-inducing gummy she ever took, apparently. Really, was free. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're getting into. And I mean, we know from experience, like those things can just keep rolling in on you. You don't know what kind. You don't know the strength of those things.
0: Yeah, I would never want to do one at work ever. No, no, jeez. It's the last one of the last places I'd ever want to do one. Like it's just my schedule needs to be clear of all like major responsibilities. Like I don't want to. I don't want to be at work. Yeah, so she's no. in her car calling her sister, freaking out. Uh, do you know any, like, did she go into detail your coworker? Like, did the guy do it on purpose? Was it an accident?
1: No, she kept saying, like, I couldn't help her, so I hung up. I was like, oh, well, that's probably not going to go over too well. But I wow, think not,
0: not a drug person. That's
1: <laughs> You got to be there
0: for your sister. I mean, come
1: on. Is that right? You think that oh, you think that was a, uh, an error in judgment on her part? she should have hung on the phone with her and calmed her down for a little bit. Yeah, you got to talk someone off the ledge there. Yeah. for sure: She couldn't drive sister. That was like, a good like big thing. Like, she could not drive, which kind of sucks because like the, the thing you could do was like just just go home and fucking wait it out. You know, it could be two hours, it could be eight hours, like you don't know what you're going to get into. So like, but if you can't drive, you know you're kind of fucked. You kind of hope it's like a two-hour job. You down, are you, you are yourself. you within
0: walking distance of a bar? Because that could be a good place to wait it out. A couple bar. drinks could have actually a positive effect.
1: Bar, diner. Well, you know, if you're not a, if you're not a drug person, the last thing you want to do is go to a, any place. Well, bar, you can get away with it because a bar, you know, there's all kinds of shady folks going in there. You know,
0: especially whenever time of day this was on a weekday.
1: Yeah. yeah, midday. Yeah, you could walk in there and slur your words and have bloodshed eyes, and nobody would think twice about it. Yes. So, Yeah, maybe you get some, like, French fries or you get some – just get something greasy and get it in you.
0: Yeah, get some some in your system. Yeah. Maybe some water, a couple waters, hydrate. Mm -hmm. Although, when it comes to edibles, though, I just – you just got to kind of wait it out. There's nothing –
1: Well, yeah, well at that point, it's about making them comfortable. And it's about making – you know, especially somebody who's never done it before. Just kind of getting comfortable and saying, like, look, is this happening? You're going to (laughs) – it's, hor- it's
0: hor- it could be horrible it could be a oh, it could, really it could, it could tough be experience.
1: Uh, well, yeah I mean here here we are we're you know semi semi pros with this and uh, we've had bad experiences like, it's not like it's not for yeah. the, it's not for the faint of heart it's not and it's not meant to be a surprise at all
0: <laughs> right I mean if this person's never done an edible then they don't know like what the fuck's going on.
1: No, no, yeah. You like, know. They're,
0: in the, they're in the fifth fucking dimension.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're on another planet. Only recently did I kind of be able to talk my way through, like, the bad ones. And that's after who knows how many just horrible experiences. Yeah. Like, you know, and just being like, oh, all right, well, next time let's do this. Next time let's do this. And no only reason I could be like, kind of pull myself back, be like, remember, just ate this thing. And
0: uh Right. I always tell myself like the worst case scenario is you think you're gonna die. You're not actually yeah. gonna. Right. You're just gonna think you are, that's all.
1: Yeah.
0: Which is terrifying which is terrifying enough.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah you just try not to think about if- death. And then once you start thinking about death, then you start just it just piles on <laughs> negative thought after negative thought, you're like an
1: avalanche. Yeah. So you tell yourself, okay, well you you're an idiot. you're not gonna die today, but you're like, well, I'm definitely gonna die someday, and you're like, oh no, like what am I doing my time? What am I doing my life? Why am I eating this shit? I should be doing something right now. I could be accomplishing something right now. You <laughs> know, like no, you just be watching the same game, just not like stoned. <laughs>
0: Yeah. You're doing it. You're doing the so, same exact thing. So much for living each day to the fullest. Uh,
1: I swear I swear I'm gonna change. Just get me out of this. I swear I'm gonna change.
0: Yeah. And you wake up the next day and you fucking wake him, big, just to get back to the right fucking mindset. Yeah, like,
1: all right, you right. Yeah, he was tinkering with the tinkering with the uh the chemical levels. That's it at that point. <laughs> Take the edge off.
0: Yeah, I always say the edible could just it just grabs a hold of your soul and it doesn't let go.
1: Oh yeah, your soul, your spine, and just yeah, just drags you to hell. It's a, it's a fucking hard. bear hug. It drags you to hell by your spine. Yeah, it is a bear hug. Yeah, it's but I've never exactly.
0: been—I've never been in a position that this woman's been in at work at whatever time, eleven a.m. on a Tuesday. Um, that—that's a tough—that's a tough scenario.
1: Yeah, it's bad.
0: I hope she doesn't get her boss fired.
1: No, it sounds like a cool boss. <laughs> sounds like a great guy.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, people are more sensitive nowadays. I don't know. If she wanted to go to HR.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what she does down there. Yeah. HR, I'm going to have a say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think it was ever like an unexpected... I mean, I've been to a wedding where maybe it hit me a little harder than I thought.
0: An edible or
1: just booze? Mm, I don't think Pop. I ate anything. Yeah, it was it was like smoking, but it, it, I don't think we ate. Maybe I did eat something. I don't remember. It's possible I ate something, but I don't know. And uh, Yeah, an
0: edible, an edible in a public setting like that. I don't think I could do an edible for a wedding. That'd be tough.
1: I mean, if it's when you're in, that's not good. But I was just a guest. (laughs) If it's when you're in, yeah. In the church and, you know. And then... uh, Yeah,
0: you're standing up there with all eyes on. I mean, no one's really looking at you, but it feels like they are.
1: Yeah, but if you do something stupid, I mean, uh, everybody will look at you.
0: (laughs) True. I mean, you are walking...
1: Yeah, if you trip or if you, like... I don't know. If just like there you could be the wrong... stairs
0: involved, like during an entrance or something. Yeah. You got to do stairs. Oh,
1: you step on you step on the dress.
0: Yeah, oh, that's a big one. Yeah. You can't do that.
1: Yeah, you, you're recipe for disaster. If you're in it, I would not take something unless, uh, unless you're a serious professional.
0: Right, well, that's why being, like, you know, at the wedding but not in the wedding is just yeah. a great position because you yeah. just – you blend right in, and nobody gives a fuck. I mean, yeah. you could get to a point where eyes are on you. Yeah, sloppy. Yeah. <laughs> you could get to that point, but the best case scenario is you're not in the wedding, you're just at the wedding, and you're
1: just like a fly on the wall. Yeah, part of the part of the mayhem. Yes. We were, I mean, there was a baseball draft one year where we could we could almost barely handle it. We could barely handle that almost. We could barely handle it. it, wasn't, it wasn't yeah.
0: It was that was, uh, I, had a, I had a real bad attack with the hash. It was a hash brownie. Oh, no.
1: Yeah. Hash- and we took, we only took
0: half. Thank God. We, uh, ha- we split them up.
1: Hash is a dangerous, I don't know what it is, but it was dangerous.
0: Hash, yeah. I, I don't know much about it either, but hash could really get a hold of you. And, uh, I know enough. Well, we were, we, what happened was, I mean, it was the hash was a big part of it, but nice premium ad there. The hash is a big part of it, but uh, I and mean, we drank like a ton before the draft had even started. Okay, pile pile that onto the hash, definitely did not help matters.
1: Uh, I'm not gonna blame the booze. <laughs> no, the booze the
0: booze is definitely a factor. Booze is definitely a factor with an edible. If you're if you're drinking heavily as and the edible and the booze are hitting you at the same time. It mm. compounds. Okay.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. I feel I feel like that stuff just kind of overtakes whatever else you're doing. I, I'm not saying the booze doesn't have like an effect. I'm sure it does, but I feel like even without it, you'd be up Shits Creek a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a tough uh That was a tough draft to get through.
1: What did um how many pitches does Severino get through tonight?
0: I kind of, uh, if I had to guess, I'd say like eighty-one.
1: So they pull them after five,
0: five full, yeah. Jesus, it's the it's the way the game is played.
1: It's getting ridiculous. <laughs> and you know what? I'm saying, like, I, I was listening to uh, JJ the other day. And he was talking about how, you know, it's a new wave, like the 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 ever changing lineups. Like that's part of the game now, and, and it's part of the Yankee way now. And I I guess he's right, but I mean, it doesn't – I don't think – I think I just, it's wrong. In my mind, it's wrong. I don't care if it's a new way of doing it. I think it's wrong completely. I fucking hate that there's a new leadoff guy every night. I fucking hate that they flip-flop all these guys um, constantly. I hate it. And I and the same thing with the, the pitching. Like, I, I was listening to uh, the morning show today, and Gio was like, and he'll never make – and this is a perfect way to put it, It'll never make sense to him how guys who never took care of themselves, never worked out, can throw 200 innings no problem. i think twice about it. And these guys who take care of their bodies like a temple can't figure out how to get through fucking seven innings. It doesn't make any fucking sense. I is understand. it that they
0: can't do it, or is that they're not allowed?
1: Well, I think it's part of it. It's also part of it. I think. I, well, he was also kind of talking about like Tommy John surgeries and everybody's got yeah, elbow true. problems, shit like that um you know i i think a big part of it is like breaking pitches i bet like those I, like i don't bob feller probably didn't throw breaking balls when he was 14 years old so if you have kids at 14 yeah, I mean, who knows if you have kids at 14 throwing curveballs, balls you know it puts a lot of strain on those tendons in there um and then when they get older they are you know those guys these guys are generally stronger than the guys from, you know, generations ago, so they're putting a, those muscles are putting a lot more strain. So when a bigger guy is throwing hard curveballs, it's going to put a lot more strain on those ligaments too. That's my that's my guess as far as the injuries go. Something with some so a combination of both bigger guys throwing breaking pitches and also pitchers kind of. I'm mean, again just just think about. Like your brother, like he, like he was pitching how many innings? Yeah, like for ten years, basically. Like Bob Feller was working on a fucking farm. He probably pitched in high <laughs> school, and that was it. But well, yeah. these kids, they play year round. They're throw, they're throwing more junk early in their careers, early in their lives. And uh, all these guys that are in the, in the game, like none of these guys, like just picked up the game in high school. I bet if you got like some kid. Um, like, let's say some big kid from Australia or something, and you picked him up and you kind of groomed him from, like, 18 on, like you wanted to pitch, I bet he would have fewer arm issues. Yeah, probably. Although, although, you know what, as I'm arguing against myself here, DeGrom is the exception that proves me wrong because he was, like, a shortstop. And he's got all kinds of fucking arm issues.
0: Yeah, but DeGrom, it just started, though, in his 30s.
1: Did he, ever, he never had Tommy John either.
0: No, he's never had Tommy John, and he's been a workhorse basically okay. for a decade.
1: Okay. So I think maybe maybe, maybe it helps to prove me right then because he didn't need Tommy John because he wasn't throwing curveballs, uh, you know, years and years ago.
0: Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what to make of it. I, I really don't.
1: You should just, draw, you should just draft shortstops and center fielders and find places for them and catchers because <laughs> – yeah. There's only one guy that could do that job.
0: The Yankees could use all three of those.
1: <laughs> Although, uh, I, think we found our catcher. I think we found our catcher. Yeah. That's <laughs> the Yan- that is the Yankee disease for the past, uh, I don't know how long, since Posada left. It's just we fall in love with the backup catcher. It's always the backup guy we love. It's like the backup quarterback, man. You love the backup quarterback until he has to actually
0: play. Yeah. That's how it works.
1: I guess not. Yeah, sometimes. I don't know. Unless, like, well, Russell Martin. we are a big Russell Martin guy.
0: He was all right, Russell Martin. I didn't
1: – he was all right.
0: It was a stopgap. Russ.
1: <laughs> but yeah, we're still we're still working on those.
0: I I got so pissed at uh, Kay man. He was blaming the 8-9. Even Boone said something, like, in, in the presser, I think, last night. But yeah. like you need to get more production out of eight, nine, and Kay was like, you know, the Yankee lineup right now just has a National League feel to it with the production oh, yeah. out of their eight, nine hitters. It's like, yeah, but I don't remember National League team ever blaming their offensive slumps on the pitcher spot. Yeah, like your big guys have to perform. No one's blaming. <laughs> no one's blaming your eight, nine hitters why your lineup can't score runs. It's not yeah. Kiner Falefa, and Higashioka's fault.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Uh, it's and then the yes network for the most part is just filled with shills, man. They're all shills.
0: Ah, oh, it's fucking Fox News, CNN. It's just they like they just pump you full of the company line, man. Yeah,
1: like we're gonna yeah. push. We're gonna we're
0: gonna push that Boone's a great communicator. Everyone, great communicator. That's got to get mentioned at least five times tonight. Also creative don't Boone is creative oh let's yeah push, let's push that narrative
1: they're putting creativity <laughs> in his in his job title because uh because he changes the lineup every time well you know what if they were going on like 12 game win streaks every other week like okay maybe it's maybe it's creative but uh, you know what if, if he's going winning one losing one if he's 500 he's just a fucking dick who just who just likes to meddle on things
0: not for nothing i could fucking make a lineup every night what's so creative about
1: that yeah, I can make a new lineup every night, too. It doesn't mean <laughs> it right. It doesn't make it interesting.
0: It's not that hard to make a lineup. All right, this guy gets a night off this night. This guy gets a night off. Like, what? It's not creative.
1: No, not at all. I'm not anti-platoon at all, but, I mean, they can't – it can't be a new guy every day. I mean, I mean, it can't be like, you just go up and down the lineup, and I'm like, is this guy's day off? Is this guy's day off? Is this guy – it's like, No.
0: That's what they do, though. They said that they tell the guy the night before when he's not playing.
1: It's ridiculous, man.
0: I wonder, I wonder if they tell him, like, before – they probably have it already mapped out. Because, like – I'm sure. Like, if, let's say, it was Vlad Guerrero's turn to get a day off. Like, once the guy hits three home runs, like, you got to play that guy the next day. That's ridiculous if you don't play
1: him. <laughs> if, if he was a Yankee, he would be off the next
0: day. Yeah, he would be off. Right. And who would they bench tonight? It was uh, – Hicks is on the bench. Oh, Hicks is on the bench.
1: Right, so it's not it's not exactly like the worst, not exactly the worst case scenario when it's a, when it's a, you know takes like a guy like Hicks is night off. But I mean, uh, yeah, there's just you know, there's just a little bit of stability, please.
0: Yeah, not a little more I consistency.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I, don't, I really don't. I'm sure there's numbers to back it up, but like. One night Rizzo leads off. And the next, he hits third. I don't know what. Uh, I really don't know what they're looking at to determine why he should lead off one night and why he should hit third. I'm sure that's all people smarter than me figuring that out. But
1: well, I can't figure sure about, it out. Sure about that?
0: I'm not. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, it's Good Friday. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a holiday weekend. No, I don't, I don't, I don't believe for a second they're smarter than you. No, and I don't believe for a second. I don't believe for a You really take the human element out of it too when you start doing that shit. I mean, guys, can start feeling good about what they're doing and how they're doing it, and like it's really, it's a, it's a streaky game. It's a, it's a groove game. Yeah, we've talked about it ad nauseum. It's, it's, it's so fucking frustrating though. Like, but I just thank, understand. Thank that.
0: God for eight nine. That's all I know tonight
1: yeah seriously they got only
0: two runs on the board
1: they got what they wanted they got production out of the bottom of the order yep
0: gotta keep it going now
1: See, maybe that's he was a great communicator he, he <sighs> called him out in the press conference last night.
0: i mean tory was referred to as a as a good communicator when he was here, but i never thought that was like the number one requirement to be a manager i always thought you know well, Baseball the, savvy.
1: In the first half of his uh Yankee like tenure, it was no there was no superstars. I mean Jeter was a Jeter wasn't even a captain yet. And you know, he had Boggs, who was at the back end of his career, who, you know, was a star when he when he was the Sox, but you know, he he wasn't, he the wasn't one, a main player. The only reason I say that about Tor though
0: is because Jeter specifically in his recent interview he did with the Knuckleheads, like he referred to Tory as the best communicator he's ever been around. Cause I think that's a little overrated, the whole communicator thing. Like Billy Martin, was he a great communicator?
1: I mean No, the guy he just knew how to manage. People heard him.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's why that's the only reason I give I give Tory that title is because Jeter uh, you know, put it on him. But
1: there's so I much just,
0: I just don't I, I don't like that. it just sounds like a weak like a weak uh compliment if that makes sense. Like well that's the that's the best you have.
1: Yeah, it's it's um there's so much more to leadership. There's oh so nice, there he is, nice three bun. for three. There he is. Hyphen <laughs> Uh the dash with the butt single there. Uh, two men on. Nobody out, bottom of seventh. Oh,
0: does Trevino bunt?
1: Might as well keep it going. I know he's going to bunt, but yeah, I guess you bunt. Should, yeah. Move, move him over for Donaldson. So he can't, so can't grab a double play.
0: Yeah, and Trevino's a, Trevino's a candidate for a double play. All right, I'm down with the bunt, I guess.
1: I took like a like a training course, like uh, they made me do it at work, like a training course for leadership. Mm-hmm. And like they they sit there and they talk about, oh, high and tight, fouled back. Um, they sit there and talk about like how to handle certain situations with your employees, and they're like uh, I forget exactly what it was. Like, all right, you got to you know put them in position so like they're making the suggestion that you want them to make like put kind of put the power in their hands inception kind of yeah <laughs> i like, kind of like i don't know like uh, uh well, i'm trying to think of something quick like what if we're like um i don't know like we're like say we're like valet parkers or something and i'm your boss and i'm you know instead of saying go park that car over there you know, you bring the keys, like, oh, where do you, where do you think it should go? And you and you go, and you maybe go, like, over there or over there? And he goes, oh, over there. And then it's like, oh, it makes them feel like they're kind of in control of what's going on. I mean, it's a bad <clears> example, <throat> but it's kind of what I'm going for. Okay. My, my, my thinking, I like, guys are doing this, like, if we need to learn how to handle people, like, maybe you shouldn't be a leader. If you need, like, a script and how to handle people, like, you shouldn't need to – you shouldn't be a leader, probably.
0: It feels like a course they would give, like telemarketers.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, like stick to the script. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think Winston Churchill was like, or like Vince Lombardi was like. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I don't think he ever I should, took uh, a course. <laughs> I, yeah, but I don't think they're ever like, okay, how do I swing this? No, they just dealt with the situation and they they figured out how to get what they needed from these guys. I can't yeah. I can't stand like that kind of that kind of shit. And and as far as that pertains, like to Boone, <laughs> if he, he's probably in those. He's probably in those virtual meetings every other day. How to communicate?
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's doing them all, probably watching
1: PowerPoints. Yeah, you can't learn how to be a leader like that. And I just, it, it, I don't feel like I'm, I just don't feel like Boone's any kind of a leader I just don't feel like that. is a
0: leader well that's a good question is a leader made or born
1: I think it could be both I think a leader can learn to be a good leader I think sometimes like you're thrust into, into a situation and you have yeah. to adapt and you might not and maybe you were born that way but you wouldn't know until you're tested
0: so I guess the better question is are more leaders made or born I want to lean towards born you always hear born leader.
1: <laughs> you always hear that. It's a nice yeah, little you cliche. Don't hear, you don't hear manufactured leader.
0: <laughs> no, you definitely don't hear that.
1: <laughs> like Phil Jackson, I would say, like, I'm not sure anybody knew when he was playing for the Knicks that he, was, he wasn't he was a leader on that team.
0: Even, like, Pat Riley. Look at him, He was, like, a role player on the Lakers yeah. in his, what, 60s, whatever it was.
1: But I never knew they were – but, but but maybe like those experiences on the court and with other players, like being like the tenth guy on a team, and kind of getting to watch uh, who was the next guy, Red Red Holtzman, is that the guy's name? Yeah, the, the, maybe right? yeah. Um, and then to watch these guys and and kind of be a student on that level, maybe that kind of was able to uh, propel them to their great leadership. And, you know, the second part of, you know, second parts of their careers. Yeah. I'm not sure. Like, like those guys, and those guys always talked about, I don't know about Riley as much, but I mean, like, but Phil Jackson always talked about his methods and his philosophies on leadership. I really, I, I really kind of just dug like the, Open conversation about it. You don't have to agree with his methods or anything, but I kind of appreciate the fact that he talked about it and and like showed how thoughtful he was about his role as a leader. Right. I don't like I don't, I don't know. Not just Boone. I don't know if anybody does that now. Frank is not. Frank Vogel's not doing it.
0: No, Frank Vogel's toast. <laughs> we oh we we should do uh, playoffs start Saturday. We should do predictions NBA. All right. First round.
1: Yeah. What's your NBA predictions?
0: So the one seeds don't have an opponent yet.
1: Right, it's tomorrow night seven and ten, seven thirty and ten.
0: Yeah. I do uh I do have a uh
1: remember the um
0: remember the Mavericks team? In the, I think it was 06, that went to the finals and lost to the Heat. Shaq, Wade, Nowitzki. Yep. Mm-hmm. Avery Johnson was the coach. Yeah. Mavericks were up 2-0 in that series, and then they blew it. They had game 3-1. They blew that game, and they lost the next three. Okay. Came back the following year. They won, like, 68 games, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Bowed out, and then they got upset in the first round. It was like a foregone conclusion that they were going to the finals. They got beat by the Warriors, Baron Davis. Okay. Yeah. I, feel like the Sun- I feel like the Suns have a little – there's some parallels to the Suns and that Mavericks team.
1: Wow. Not a believer in the Suns.
0: This is with very limited NBA knowledge this year. I've not watched a full Suns game probably since okay. uh, game six last year. Okay. But, yeah, I feel like everyone has kind of just pushed them into the finals already, and I'm a little just a little skeptical. Maybe it's the front of the, the uniform, like it's just the Suns. They've never done it, so to just pencil them in for a champion or to at least get to a finals is like mm. – and also the hangover. I, I feel like the hangover could be real. Obviously, it didn't show in the regular season, but – I do think there is something to be said about teams that have tough losses like that, and then they get back into a tough corner again the following year, and they're just like, they tighten up. You know, they have that PTSD from the year before. So, I'm I'm going to say the Suns don't make the finals. That's my uh, hot. I don't know if I can call for – they're not the a first round of Pony yet. Yeah, I can't even call for the upset. You know, not to, I don't know if I would call for the Clippers or the Pelicans beating them, but – I just think they're going to get picked off. I don't think they're going to go back to the finals.
1: You don't think that there's – she's said about the hangover, but you don't think there's some team on a mission, most wins in the league? I mean, yeah, um,
0: I've seen that before. Like, the Spurs that year uh, when they lost the Ray Allen shot, mm-hmm. and they came, then they came back the following year, and then they beat the Heat in five. Okay, but I could look at that Spurs team and be like, all right, that team had a ton of pedigree. That was their, what, fifth championship with Popovich mm-hmm. and Duncan and them. I can't give the Suns that type of uh, – you know, I, I, can't, I can't give the Suns the benefit of the doubt like I could the Spurs. They might do it. I mean, let's see them go out there and do it. They might prove me wrong. I just – I don't think – I don't even think they're getting back to the final. That's just my, my
2: gut feeling.
1: So, in your mind, I mean, just looking at the bracket. If, yep. And every team kind of has question marks, as far as I can tell. If, are both West and East kind of wide open in your mind? Uh,
0: yeah. Well, yeah, The people would tell you. I'm sure the Suns are a pretty big favorite in the West. But, yes, I, I consider the West wide open because I'm not a huge believer in the Suns, and I consider the East kind of wide open because I think the Bucks are the best team, but they're the three seeds, so they'll probably have to win a couple road series. Yeah. If if the seeds hold.
1: Yeah. All right. So, uh, are you guys going to go through the first-round matchups then?
0: Yeah, may as well. And I think the, tomorrow, I think uh, – it worries me that the Hawks are favored on the road, but I felt all oh, along the Hawks were going to get in, so I'll take the Hawks and I'll take the Clippers. They're both favored, but so okay.
1: it's a recipe
0: for disaster. But I think both home or uh, both favorites win tomorrow.
1: Okay. Do you think do you think the one seed has any trouble with any of the, with either of the four possible eight seeds?
0: I mean, I just compared the Suns to the Mavericks, so I might have to. <laughs> um, I think the Hawks could make. The heat sweat a little bit, yeah. The Cavs, I don't think the Cavs will do anything if they advance. And uh, in the West, I mean, I give the Clippers a shot for some reason. And the Pelicans were like 10 games under 500. I can't, oh, off the bag. Uh, it's tough for me to give the Pelicans a shot. I mean, 10 games under 500. I know they got McCollum and. I don't even know who else they got. In there. They got, like, the Lakers team, right, from a couple – like, a few years ago, Ingram or whatever. Yeah, they um, got, got,
1: got, got traded, yeah.
0: For some reason, I give the eight seeds, like, a, a little bit more of a shot than I normally would, but they probably both lose.
1: All right, 4-5 matchup in the West is Dallas and Utah. You know, yeah, I mean, Luke,
0: Luke. is out, right?
1: Yeah, he's indefinitely or just, like, a couple of games?
0: It's, yeah, it sounds like – I mean, it's like a, his knee, right?
1: No, yeah, is that what it was? All right.
0: Yeah, well, I mean – Utah, take. Utah I, I was a believer in Utah. I thought uh, the year like the Lakers and the uh, Clippers were like 1-2, whenever it was, a couple years ago. I thought Utah could be the team that kind of came out of nowhere. But I, I'm out on Utah. With that said, though, I don't know how you could pick – Dallas without Luka. I mean, I, I would think – Yeah. I would think Utah wins like a f- five or six games if Luka doesn't play.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's probably th- the best player. I thought
0: Dallas – I, I thought Dallas could maybe make a run to the finals maybe if Luka was healthy, but without him, I don't I don't see it.
1: Yeah, I think the basketball world is waiting for uh, Luka Doncic show. They're waiting,
0: but I don't think – It sounds like he's not playing, so –
1: All right, 3-6 matchup. Let's go 4-5 in the East is uh, Philly and Toronto. This is a much-valued Philadelphia team. MVP candidate in Embiid. Harden's there. Um, And Toronto, the uh, neighbors to the north. So Toronto, I saw, has owned them
0: in the uh, regular season. Took three out of four. Yeah. And I think it is going to end miserable at some point for Philly, but I I think this is going to be like a five-gamer for Philly. I just got a feeling. I don't think – I know regular season, all right, Toronto's beating them, but uh, playoffs, I think Philly handles their business. Maybe it goes seven, but I I would lean towards it being a five-gamer over a seven-gamer if I was going to make the call.
1: I really want to pick Toronto here, but that's uh, just pick with my heart. If I the Toronto.
0: Philly's going to prolong. They, they, won't do the, they won't do their fans a favor. They're going to string their fans along for at least another round.
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: I think, I think they beat Toronto. A little more star – too much star power. 3-6
1: uh, in the West are the Warriors and the Nugs. I have to go. Is Curry playing? I don't know if he's playing the first game or he might be a game 3 guy. I don't know what Curry's story is. Let's get I that. have
0: to, I have to go Warriors.
1: Maybe it takes 7,
0: but I have to think the Warriors find a way.
1: Yeah, he's uh hopeful for game 1. On track for game 1.
0: I got I have to go Warriors. Maybe tough it's team. a longer series. Denver is a, like, year in and year out playoff team, but I think the Warriors find a way, figure it out.
1: Tough to, tough to look against Golden State there.
0: Yeah. Maybe we're living in the past, but I trust Golden State more than, I mean, Denver. I can't trust Denver.
1: Jokic, I don't know, man. That guy's, like, the real deal.
0: He is, I just think, Warriors a little more, two more pieces.
1: You don't think, I don't know, this is such a unique player like this day and age, you don't think he can carry them to four wins?
0: I'm going to say no, not against Golden State.
1: Yeah, it's tough to have a star guy do like multiple games. You'll get one game or maybe two games for a star that's not like a legendary star. That'll carry a team for a series, but it's it's very far and few between where a guy can carry for the whole series. Right. Right. 3-6 in the East is Milwaukee and the Bulls. I'll give the Bulls a game.
0: I don't I don't yeah, think they're getting more than that. I'll give maybe game four.
1: Yeah, I like the Bulls, man. I wish, you know, this is not a good matchup for anybody. It's not a good matchup.
0: They t- had a tough draw.
1: 2 and they've been seven-
0: struggling, too.
1: <laughs> we're on time to struggle yes Memphis and Minnesota 2-7 in the west that's a fun series
0: that um, is a fun series uh, Morant Mar- is healthy right or no did
1: he get hurt recently uh, I'm not sure
2: oh man
0: falafel goes three for three a looks like a new guy tonight. <laughs> <He's> just turning <laughs> double plays and shit confidence um, ah man i want to pick minnesota in this series i like ja, i like ja too i like Maria i like um uh, I'm, I'm a towns guy a big towns guy uh, coming out of kentucky yep um what's the line in this how big of a favorite is
1: memphis uh, let's see if i can pull it up here
0: you you saw they got shit the other night for celebrating too much
1: no, what what happened?
0: When they beat the Clippers, you know, they came from behind in the fourth quarter and uh like Patrick Beverly went nuts because he used to play for the Clippers.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He
0: was like jumping on the table and I think he was like crying as he was leaving the court. <laughs> That's um,
1: a well much Pat Bev.
0: Yeah. I feel like it's Minnesota and it's the Timberwolves, so it's okay. <laughs> All right. It's like a to compliment, but <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want my team doing that but I mean it's the Timberwolves they don't really have much they have the twins and the Vikings up there too it's like give them a nice nice playoff
1: win doesn't A-Rod own Timberwolves
0: oh he was there front row with uh, his, his uh, lady friend
1: Oh, nice blonde alright yeah no name Bimbo alright
0: yeah she got out of school early
1: <laughs> Uh where is this alright uh I have the series? Oh,
0: I'm going to take um, – uh, I want to hear the series price, actually, first. I want to see how big of a favorite Memphis is because it's like, for you know. The series props. First time in the playoffs in a while, at least first time with Morant. Like, they're a two seed.
1: Uh, it's also Mem- – Memphis is minus 330. Ooh. T-Wolves plus 260.
2: That's a pretty decent-sized favorite. Um.
0: I think – I think it's a – I think I'll go Grizzlies in seven. I want to take the outright upset, but it's two young teams, so I'll just take the home team. I'll take the team that has game seven at home.
1: Yeah, Minnesota seems live.
0: They do, but that line tells me they're not as live as we think.
1: Yeah, it's, that's always a playoff thing, too. You just get excited about – you see, like, stars – and you want to see them do well, and you're like, oh, this guy can, you know, definitely can see this guy winning. And sure, you and the Grizzlies. Them a game,
0: but. Yeah, and the Grizzlies did win a lot of games. I mean, yeah. So they're probably better. I mean, they're probably much better. So I'll, t- I'll take the Grizzlies in a long
2: series, though.
1: And that brings us to 2 7 in the East, Boston Celtics and your Brooklyn Nets. Um, this is uh, first stop on the Kyrie Irving Revenge Tour, possibly. Yes. Um, uh, I,
0: I'm it, gonna, I am going to take the Nets and six. I, mean, I think the Nets beat
2: the Celtics.
1: Yeah, I just I feel kind. Of, I feel the same way. I feel like they have a good. It's, it's not a it's not a great deep team, but I mean, when Durant and Kyrie are playing together and they're both on, it's uh, they're hard to beat, and they do have a good supporting cast. They've gotten better yeah. throughout the year. Um, I think kind of playing without them for a while made some of these guys better. They upgrade a little bit. They brought in the Curry kid, and I think he's going to be healthy. So. Um, Judge puts one in the gap, and I stand up double.
0: Yeah, and as I do, I am confident against them against Boston. But with that, like as confident as I am against Boston, like I think they would lose in five to Milwaukee. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I just so apparently the um, Celtics have an injury. Is their big man hurt, Robert Williams?
1: Yeah, somebody's hurt. Yep. That's, yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, I don't know. What's I mean? It's gonna. I think we're gonna have to see like how what how big of a step Tatum has taken. Yeah. Because I think Tatum, in order to beat the Nets, and I don't want to overrate the Nets too much. I think Tatum is gonna have to be, like, a superstar.
1: To me, I mean, it's the only way Simmons plays a factor in this series at all. He apparently wants to come back, but like if Simmons Tatum- is just.
0: I can't look at the guy. I can't look at him.
1: (laughs) You know, the only way he makes a positive impact for the Nets in the series is if, like, Tatum gets off to a hot start and Simmons is able to come back in game three or whatever, and, like, he takes a serious – he just takes a defensive role. Yeah. Maybe handles the ball a little bit, but he's out there kind of like – kind of like a Rodman where he's not shooting anything. He's yeah. never, you know, he's, he's trying to do a little. He's just he's that fifth guy, trying to uh, contribute like these intangibles that he has, and, and and be just a key defensive player, like not quite, not exactly Rob, and not exactly Draymond, but something like that. And that's it's, 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 I mean, he's never played almost with him, like
0: a, almost like a poor man's Rondo.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it made better defender, and uh, Rondo was probably a better passer. Yeah, but Toronto's like
0: a, a better like facilitator, but like just go out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I she's but just I'd say like like Simmons like in Boston, it seems like terrifying. Like I'm having, no, oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm yeah. having anxiety thinking about that. Or like even in the in the next year they make the next round, you know, in Milwaukee. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah,
0: think, yeah. You can't trust Simmons. No, no way. It
1: seems like Like, if my anxiety is going through the roof, like, what is this doing? I don't think
0: we've ever seen anything even close to this, by the way. Have we ever seen anything where a guy's just not playing? I know they say lower back in this, you know, mental health. I don't want to sound insensitive, but come on. We know the deal. Come
1: on. Whatever the reasons are, he hasn't spent two seconds, one second on the court with this team at all. It's not like he was there last season and, like, is coming back now, it's the first time with this team ever. And I expect, like, I always kind of go back to those Heat teams that needed time for Bosh. And now, what it's, it's, Simmons is not one of these three guys, but, like, when it took Bosh, Wade, and LeBron. It took no, it's just chemistry. Job. It's true, yeah. Right, but you need the chemistry, yeah. So, I think I think that's why it's important, like, that he doesn't need to score. He doesn't need to be the guy, but he can rebound. He can defend, and like that's what you're going to need. You're going to need a, a top tier defender uh, to to um, to, t- to kind of lock down the, the main guys on the opposing teams. Um, a guy you can count on, and if it, and that's what he's putting all his energy towards, I, there's a chance. There's a, a slight. There's a small chance that he he makes that positive impact. I'm not. Yeah. Holding my, I'm not holding my breath though. There's also a chance he comes out and plays six minutes, and that's the last time we see him in that uniform ever. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going anything out.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what. I I can't picture him playing this year. I just <laughs> I don't know. I can't picture it.
1: I don't know. He said I don't know. We we won't know until game three or four, right? So
2: <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like he might
0: be available game
1: four it's like yeah it's it is bizarre (sighs) let me ask you this Uh, because i this is i'm stealing this from some somebody i heard doing a preview but what do you feel about um steve nash as a wartime boss
2: oh i mean
1: he's a great communicator
0: yeah I just hate this trend of – and it started with, like, Boone and probably someone before that, but, like, these guys who just don't have – wasn't Nash going to coach a soccer team when the Nets offered him a job?
1: Yeah, one of his kids soccer I, I,
0: Yeah, I'm not a uh, – I was never really a huge Nash fan as a player. Like, he was a really good player, but I felt like he was uh, a little notch uh, – Like you said, wartime boss. Like, I I never felt like Nash would be there in a big-time, you know, uh, finals. He never went to the finals, but never felt like he would be there, like, in a big spot, like a big crunch-time, grinded-out guy. You know, he he played on those Suns teams, like the teams that would always lose to the Spurs or, uh, you know, Lakers. I think they lost to the Mavericks. Like, they were always the bridesmaid. Um, So, I never loved him as a player. And as a coach, I mean –
1: a Spurs see, series. It seems like he's fucking he
0: seems like he's fucking asleep sometimes during the games.
1: <laughs> was there a Spurs series uh, that, that was that got heated between the Suns and the Spurs? Yeah, Spurs when Robert play. when
0: Robert Ori
1: uh, Oh, he checked somebody like at the scores desk, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was Nash He checked Nash oh. To the scores table okay. And then Amari Amari left the uh, It was Amari And I want to say maybe Barbosa Leandro Barbosa oh. They left the bench And they got suspended For game five And it was right. tied 2-2 Yeah, okay Spurs yeah. won Spurs won Because the Suns were Shorthanded game five And they went And then they won Game six at home So
1: right.
0: They would have lost Anyways So I, I stay by that <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't love that I just want to fucking like coach like, uh, Is it too much to ask for uh, Who's the guy on Showtime? The, sh- uh, the guy who falls off the bike Are you caught up on Showtime?
1: Oh no, no, I'm not <laughs> Jack uh, The guy they
0: brought in The old guy for, They took over for Jerry West
1: Jack Just give me like
0: a crusty fucking Dr. guy Dr. Who's Dr. gonna Jack like Ramsey Yeah I forget his name McKinney Was that his name Jack McKinney I don't know Give me like a crusty fucking guy To coach a team man Like Nash is just He just feels like Another like Substitute teacher
1: Yeah I'm ready for I'm ready for coaches To make a comeback Like real coaches
0: Thibodeau Thibodeau's caught Caught a lot of shit With the Knicks But like the Knicks Fucking suck man Like I would love Thibodeau as my coach
1: yeah, I I would hang on to that guy for as long as humanly possible. Oh my
0: god, bring him to fucking Brooklyn, man!
1: Be awesome. Oh, imagine. Well, I mean, it's all that's This is all with the players calling the shots type thing. That's why we have what we have.
0: Right? No, it's 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 you sell your soul to the devil. You get superstars, but then you get like the you know weenie coach. Like that's just how it works. Yeah. I mean, Ty Lu, how many, like, rings does he have as a coach? He's probably <laughs> – guys keep getting jobs, man. Was it Lakers or – not Laker, Clippers, Cavs.
1: How many yeah, jobs he, this guy have? He's, he's, he's looking just, around like, why am I here? Like, there's one reason I was – Yeah. <laughs> LeBron's like – I mean,
0: Ty Lu is like the chicken in the car on the edible. Like, what the fuck? Freaking <laughs> out. How, how did I get here?
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a little, little, little scary when these guys had to be put to the test in uh crunch time. Yeah, we've seen it with Boone. We you know, we've seen it with Boone all the time, unfortunately. So we have experience with watching yeah. uh watching the guys uh crumble under the big lights. Yeah. Well Yeah, I, don't I, think, know. I think I think
0: Milwaukee I think Milwaukee gets back to the finals. That's
1: I, give the heat. I
0: do give the Heat uh, – I think they I, I, I – back-to-back, it's tough.
1: Yep. But Milwaukee who? Is that kind of, kind of I think
0: um, – I was ready to take Dallas before the Luka entry. I'm going to go uh, Golden State. Wow. Milwaukee, Golden State. A couple of three seeds.
1: I like Booker, man. I think Phoenix wins it. I like Booker a lot.
0: Booker, they win
2: it all, Phoenix? Yeah. Against yeah. who, Milwaukee? Mm, Milwaukee get back. My, I don't really know that much about Miami. Like, I know they got there in the bubble year, which
0: kind of counted.
1: Yeah, I don't want to pick the two one seeds. But
0: LeBron these three and a half.
1: Easter seems wide open.
0: Yeah, like, I don't know. How good is Boston? Like, I don't even know if it's. Boston plays Milwaukee in the second round. Can Boston
1: beat yeah, them with home think, court? Yeah, give me Phoenix over Milwaukee in the, in the revenge series
2: rematch. Yeah. All Booker, right. Booker MVP. Booker Finals MVP.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I assume Giannis was the MVP last year, right? I'll have to look that up. I'm assuming it yeah, wasn't Chris it was. Middleton.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean he's probably second. Yeah. Right? He had some big shots.
2: Middleton, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: If Phoenix Phoenix team,
1: can figure out yeah, I guess if you know, yeah, Giannis is the is like the one guy who can probably take over uh three games in a series, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's he's a guy who can win a series single handed, just about. So that's we gotta work out, you know, that's
0: well, we'll see though. Well, we'll see because Phoenix. I mean, we say it's wide open, but on paper, Phoenix is. If you're looking at just the the standings, like yep. Phoenix is the favorite by a lot. Yeah. Probably not in Vegas though. Are they the favorites winning all in Vegas? They probably are, right?
1: I assume. So. Well, I don't know. All right. Once we get back to it. let's see.
2: I actually did see. It was I think it was
1: ESPN
2: today.
0: So the Celtics are favored to beat the Nets in the series, but the Nets are favored ahead of the Celtics to come out of the East. Does that make sense?
1: Uh, only, I think only because when I see shit like that, it's just because people will bet on it. And then they're kind of covering their covering – Yeah. Their a little bit. Pe- people want to bet the Nets because of Durant and Kyrie. Yeah. So they don't want to get coat their pants down if they don't protect themselves. So they give them too high, you know, too high of a number.
2: The Heat, I feel like the Heat are the wild card these. the East. I, I don't know how good the Heat are.
1: Uh, yeah, Suns are the favorite. Suns are plus 255 to win, Bucks plus 475.
2: Okay, that's a pretty good – plus 255 is a pretty good favorite, I guess.
1: And that's a third, plus 600. That's a third. Yeah. A lot of money coming in the Nets, I guess. And then after that, plus 850, the Warriors and the Celtics. And we're quadruple digits.
2: Yeah, I wonder if the Warriors are getting too much love. I just picked them for the final, so. But if there is a team that could flip the switch – They've been there before, so it's possible.
1: Yeah, that's a tall order. It's a toll order for that team. They could beat Denver
0: and Memphis, though, I feel like. Then, then you're looking at Phoenix, and who knows?
1: I think it's possible they get there, and they're kind of gassed. Once they, if they get there, they're going to be
0: I feel like they've had two years off, though. They weren't in the bubble, and they didn't
2: make the play. I mean, they made the play-in last year, but they didn't make the real playoffs. Did he go? Chapman has nothing. It's going to have to be one of those innings where Chapman just finds it.
1: Finds what? <laughs> What's he going to find?
2: Uh, the bench, maybe. <laughs> they were talking this year about how uh, – like, they have to consistently, Matt Blake out there to fix it.
0: Uh, or they're gonna have to like consistently find a way, like, they can't give him six days off because whenever he has like a week off, he comes back, he's overthrowing the ball and he can't throw a strike. Yeah. So they just gonna have to bring him in. Like, if he has two days off, all right, bring him in eighth inning, 10 to two,
2: whatever.
1: That's bad for a closer too, man, because then they, then they get like knocked around because they're, they're, they're on the same mindset. Well, my
0: point is I think he's just a guy who is going to have these games regardless. Yeah. Like, uh, well, I mean, he didn't pitch last night, but I think he pitched Tuesday because they won t- Tuesday. He yeah, I think he pitched Tuesday.
1: Th- th- that's just closers, though. That's just Oh boy, that's just closers in general. I mean, even like Rivera, like especially this time of year, Rivera would struggle. Yeah, yep. So that's just closers in general. Um, right now, he looks really bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
0: it's just it's so it's just helpless.
1: That's like the one thing I'll give Boone credit for. Last year, was he got to the point where he just wouldn't roll with him? He didn't have it. Yeah, I mean, I would,
0: I would absolutely get somebody up right now.
1: We're gonna, we're gonna need somebody. You (laughs) have to. You're gonna need somebody, even if uh, it's just to get there. It is.
2: Who's that? King Michael King.
1: Yeah, even just for the tenth.
2: Chapman. Ah, this
1: fucking guy's frustrating. There you go. Slider in there. 83 miles an hour. Two balls and a strike. Two men on <laughs> Runners on second and third. We'll do a little call here, right? Yeah.
0: Top of the order looming.
1: Tying run is at the plate. In Chapman the form of
2: Matt Chapman.
1: This is the Chapman versus Chapman special. Chapman yeah. Chapman. That is the agency in... Uh, the classic life with Mikey. (laughs) Oh, no, he's not even throwing the heat at all. Just throwing the breaking pitches uh, down in for a ball. Ball three and one.
0: It appears the Blue Jays have taken the approach to uh, not swing.
1: Well, it seems like the smart move here when uh, it might might just get might just be playing ping pong in the back after he bounces one past the catcher. Oh, be. nice pick there by the catcher.
0: Okay, so they can't control the fastball and he can't control the
1: off-speed. Uh, Boone sits helplessly. watching. Junior. You give him... Yeah, blowing another bubble. Do you... Oh, he's buying time. Does he let, let him
0: face... He lets him face Springer and that's... This uh, is like a it's... last batter if he gets on?
1: I mean, I'd say Springer could take him yard, but, I mean, he hasn't come anywhere near – and he's gone. The thing is, like, he hasn't come anywhere near the the strike zone, so I'm not – I wouldn't be worried about it at all. I wouldn't be worried about – I mean, are, are there any other closers? Like, this doesn't happen to other closers, even, like, the bad closers. (laughs)
0: That's what I'm saying. Like Chapman is when he's on, he's obviously one of the best, but like. Do do other closers come in games and just throw 12 balls out of 16 pitches? Like it seems extreme.
1: No. All right. Let's wrap this one up. We'll we'll finish. We'll finish the show uh, on the post in the post show with. uh, Yeah. With as one of the rents right of this game. So thanks for listening to Sunday 4. I appreciate you spending the time with us. As always, we'll be back here next week. Um, I think back in the regular schedule next week. Monday, Thursday, live show on Thursday. Thanks again. We'll talk to you soon. Ant?
0: Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll check in with you next week. Peace.
2: yeah really just um
1: sometimes it's just hard to watch is it watch the game slip between your slip away i mean good start by severino albeit short Pull pen pieces together the rest of the game and then this guy comes in and <laughs> i mean we're
0: gasoline man
1: and i can't i can't even get on Boone for like not pulling him sooner uh, what can you do? I mean, he loaded the. Bases. Well, I mean,
0: he faced three batters. You got to let him face three batters.
1: Even when he started in it. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I mean, right. right. Even less reason to get on a boom because he's following the rules.
0: Yeah. Take your chances with Michael King now.
1: King can make himself a name here. He could. Yeah, he could. Uh... He had a good outing though, King. Yeah. Right? He was at, He came out last week at some point. Had a decent episode, or I'm sorry, I was reading the bottom of the TV here. He had decent outing.
0: I think so. All these guys, I get confused with all the guys. All the bullpen guys, like Clark Schmidt and Michael King, may as well be the same guy. (laughs) Oh yeah, I I really don't know.
1: You might be right. That might be Clark Schmidt. I'm thinking though.
2: Yeah, they're all sixteen pitchers. I mean, jeez.
0: I mean, he's got a 193, so that's good. First career save opportunity. So I'm sure he's loose. I'm sure he's loosey goosey right now. He really right. wasn't sweating that much, Chapman.
1: He wasn't sweating as much as usual. He just knew he didn't have it. Yeah. Yeah, he went.
0: I mean, so you're bringing them in to face like their three best hitters too. I mean, this is a, the guy just walked Biggio. As, he walked seven, eight, nine. Did he walk all of them? Right? I don't think anyone got a hit. Did they? Was there? A yeah, hit I think he walked them. And
1: yeah, walked them. They advanced on a wild pitch, and then <sighs> the other guy.
0: And walking seven, eight, nine is just criminal. Yeah. Yes.
2: It's one of those things
0: that I could never – like, it's – in my wildest dreams, I, I, I could simulate – you could never relate to, like, a pitcher at this level mm-hmm. who's so good but at times just can't – like, we saw with Batances. Batances sometimes mm. just couldn't throw a strike.
3: Yeah.
1: It
0: doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it's, it's – you've been doing it your whole life. Oh, sit
1: down. Springer right, strikes one. out and looking. That's one.
0: Well, you're um, nibbling.
1: You're nibbling, and you're, you're also facing – Oh, but not – he wasn't nibbling. you aiming. No, Chapman was bouncing him in. You know, he was throwing 58 footer It makes um, me
2: think. Is it mental or physical or both? Like
1: uh, – I'm going to say it's mental most of the time. Especially
0: closing. It's so mental, I think. If you don't,
1: tr- if you don't trust your stuff, you start aiming it. Try, try and be too fine. Like, you
0: would think, like, whenever you wanted, you could rear back. I'm not saying throw 100, but you could rear back and throw a 92-mile-an-hour fastball on command if you're a pitcher, right, at the big leagues.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, it's a big difference if it's painting the corner or if it's right down the plate, you know. Get on it. Turn it. Game. Ball game.
0: Nice. Michael King.
2: Did a,
1: job of, did a terrible job of calling it. <laughs> uh, Michael it little, King show. Little looper to second base. LeMayu reeled it in, doubled him up at first. Michael King, cool as a cucumber. Yankees win, the Yankees win. And. Uh, is this John Sterling's farewell tour? Do you think? I mean, we'll talk. To- we'll talk about it like in a second. the main show at some point. I'm sure
0: Sterling probably had that ball in the third row.
1: Yes, yeah, there's there's a ball in the gap. <laughs> it's gonna be trouble. Only it's caught. Oh, man, that was <laughs> atrocious.
3: Yeah,
0: it's uh, it's tough. Man, could we, could we give rookie Ricardo the keys,
1: <laughs> please?
0: Take like, someone's got to take Sterling's
1: keys. I'm guessing I mean, not even his real name. Did you know that got a,
0: John Sterling?
1: No, no, Ricardo.
0: Oh, I know it's he, not surprising though, because
1: no, I know, but I mean, that's it. Just yeah, the first Rick time I like,
0: heard it, I thought it was fake like Ricky Ricardo.
1: Yeah, uh, what's his real name? I don't think he's really, I don't think he's uh, let it out there. I don't think he's let it out
3: really.
0: Why did he change his name? Do you want to, like, Americanize it? Is it
2: very, like,
1: ethnic? Uh, Ricky Ricardo's real name... Wait, what? It's Jorge Ricardo Lima Jr. He got the stage name Ricky Ricardo from radio disc jockey Frankie Crocker. And also fucking actual Ricky Ricardo.
0: (laughs) Just started calling him Ricky Ricardo?
1: Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, his name is Jorge Ricardo. And that's pretty... Actually, he doesn't look anything like I thought he would look like. Ricky Ricardo? He looks different than I think I thought he would look like. I don't know if I know what he... He does Eagles games, right? Oh, uh, That's right. Yeah, he does do Eagles games. They should give
0: Ricky Ricardo the job, man.
1: Yeah, he called a couple last summer when... Uh, Sterling was sick or something? He's, it's, I mean, he's probably
0: next in line. I, don't, I mean, I don't know how it works, but...
1: Yeah, he's filled up for him, so I think that automatically makes you... Uh...
0: Does... Do uh, you think Sterling still drives to the games? No, he's got a driver. Gotta have a driver. Yeah.
1: I'm, I think he probably always had a driver, or at least for a few years. 84, man. That's just...
2: Yeah, tear the uniform off the guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. How old was uh, Rizzuto? um, No, what? No, Rizzuto. And Rizzuto was like at the top of his game, and he was kind of screwing up. (laughs) When he was at his best, he was kind of aloof.
0: Rizzuto was also doing TV, which I think is a big difference.
1: Oh yeah, no, Rizzuto was Rizzuto, and that was what made him great. Yeah. Nobody expected him to, you know, get the calls right because he was who he was, right? He, right. Was, he was just an old Yankee having a good time, and everybody was just, just hanging out. He was just hanging out, right? A fan favorite, yeah. And he was he was, was leaving into the seventh inning and stuff, um, but he was a fan favorite. Everybody loved hearing him. Actually, he did play by play a little bit. No, he did. He called Jeter's first home run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And okay. So yeah, maybe I'm not even giving him as much credit as he deserves here. But I mean. Uh, yeah. So I kind of, my whole point is moot. But, um, I mean, like when he was doing the color stuff later and he was, you know, people were sending him canola yeah. stuff, you know, and nobody expected anything much of them, but maybe that was him easing his way out of like the high, the, um, higher leverage spots and just, uh, yeah, he's got to learn to move on. It's another, it's another thing about sports these days I don't like is everybody is hanging on to everything like an institution. Like Michael Kay might be like the longest running announcer in Yankees history. As far as I know, he's got to be close. <laughs> they've had some of the be- like they've had some of the best announcers ever, and this guy outlasted them all. But why? He's not any better than them.
0: No, if, if he's anything, good. he's worse.
1: No, he's definitely worse. Not anything. He's definitely worse than <laughs> uh, then you name him, like wh- whoever. Um, but he just did- he's able to hang on to it. I don't know, fifteen years, because why? They don't they don't want to move on from. him? Like the, they're following the status quo. The one guy who couldn't be saved was Joe Girardi from the status quo. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> and this regime. And it was Sterling. Like, the guy's, like, he's not. I mean, he was in Atlanta for how long before he came here? And also, he's an institution here. But he's like. For, but why? Because he came up with a couple of nicknames because he said Burn Baby Burn. Uh, my whole life, man. 88, I think, was his first year. It's crazy. 34 yeah. years. Well, oh, yeah. Well, you don't need to have. He's, he's not an institution, he's not like a legend. He's been serviceable, but he's not. He's not. Uh, he's not yeah. No, he's not Bob Eucher. He's not. Um, you know what's his name in L.A. Scully. Yeah, not no, I Scully. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not Jack Buck.
0: No, right. It's just, it's time.
1: Yeah. What are you? It's time. You? Can't
0: see. Blind and Susan, as a bat. And Susan's just happy to be there. Susan's just happy,
1: happy to be part of the team.
0: <laughs> yes. Pension herself.
1: I mean, they're going to like retire Sterling's number and right? they retire Susan's number when it's all said and done. There's going to be a Susan Waldman Day in five years. There's going to be John Sterling Ugh. in a couple of years. Like, it, it's ridiculous. Like, you guys actually had things to celebrate before. Now you have nothing to celebrate. Yeah.
0: I can get by on a John Sterling Day. I don't know about
1: Susan Waldman Day. Uh, we don't need a John Sterling Day. <laughs> And I thought about it a little bit. We talked about it. I, you know, I'm not going to, like, get on him for it. But I don't love that they're retiring O'Neal's number. Oh, no? Nah, it's just, you know. I think it was on opening day, and there was, like, number number 59 and number 67. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, O'Neal's great. I love them. But I don't know if it's really his number retired. There's a lot of players that,
0: you know. Diggy's unvaccinated, so he never asked to see K again.
1: He, he might be triple vaxxed and might just be like this is what he's saying.
0: <laughs> the biggest con ever. He's, he's got like his third booster, but he just says that so he can stay in his basement.
1: That'd be great if uh, somebody could call him out on it, but they don't fucking talk about it. Everybody's so secretive. All the non vaxxers are all, like, just so secretive about it. Like, right, right, right. Like, I don't care. <laughs> just fucking tell me. Yeah. I want to know. And by the way, if you're not vaccinated, you can't play in Toronto. Um, I know to play the playoffs. And I would assume <sighs> the same thing goes for the Blue Jays. So I don't know when our first series in Toronto is, but
0: yeah, I know that is uh, that could be a problem. That could pose an issue.
1: Blue Jays over.
0: I I said it in the when we were doing preseason predictions. That's the yeah. best
2: home field advantage you could have. Yeah. Great home field advantage. Be great if we just go there with like our triple A (laughs) team.
0: It's like half the guys are out.
1: Guys getting vaxxed just so they can travel, just so they can have an opportunity. All right. Just get a fake
0: fucking card. Get like, a real good one on the black market.
1: So, Orioles, Tigers, Guardians. Come on. Come on Toronto. Oh, all right. Uh, May 2nd. To Toronto we go. Oh,
2: boy. Better get
0: that first dose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Canada, uh, like, I feel like Canada's not going to budge.
1: No,
2: it's not. It's
0: not New York.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. What? Are, why? They're not going to budge.
0: And I wonder, does it apply to the home players though?
1: Yeah, I don't see why. Oh, maybe they get an exemption because of like the business or whatever.
0: Yeah, because um, what was the deal with like basketball for a while? Wasn't uh, weren't road guys able to come to Brooklyn and play, but home guys weren't, or something?
1: At some point, yeah. Which is weird, yeah.
2: Yeah, so I can't even keep track of all well, the rules. So, like, who the hell knows?
1: Yeah. Wow. Six pitchers after – I mean, it's ridiculous. Six pitchers. Yeah. Seven, seven pitchers to get to the game. To get 12 outs. Yeah, not great. Oh, did you see um, – you see the Giants and Padres got, didn't really get into it, but Giants got laid on Oh, in the yeah, run. yeah. Nine two. Yeah. In the, mix. the Padres took, a, took exception to it.
0: Yeah, I was surprised um, that Melvin kind of sp- spoke out about it. Um, I didn't even realize Melvin was coaching San Diego now. Yeah. Yeah, I. It's one of those, like, unwritten things that's kind of outdated. Like, he's just – he's punting to get on base. No lead is safe. Yeah, yeah, and I have no problem with the punt there.
1: It was 9-2 in the sixth. Yeah, it's you the know? sixth inning. I mean – And um, what's his name? Coach of the Giants, Gabe Kapler, made made a really like a great um, point that I never, never thought about. But he said, you know, we're trying to win the game, obviously, but, you know – and the and the, another thing is, you know, we the idea is not to make it out. But the point he made was, I want to tax the bullpen because we got to play them tomorrow. So I, I want them tired tomorrow. I don't want to right. wear them out. So tomorrow they come out, and I mean, if you're carrying 15 pitchers or 16 pitchers, yeah, why not? You know, wear them down. So tomorrow they have problems. Yeah, I mean there's some
0: unwritten rules that I abide that I abide by, but there's also some unwritten rules that older guys are kinda hanging on to and I mean you can't it's just it looks very weak if you're complaining about a guy laying down a bunt in the sixth inning of a nine two game. Yeah. Just take just take your lick and, and
2: move on. Yeah. Yep. Can't complain about that.
1: That's come on. Yeah, I like that Capler had his guys back too. I feel like if Boone if Boone was in position, he'd be he'd he'd say shit like, you know, uh, you know, we're trying to teach him about the game and respect and blah, 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 blah. You know. That's why Judge isn't man. He hates fucking Boone.
0: <laughs> I don't I think Judge is just batting on himself. I think uh he thinks he can get, he will get more than what was offered to him. Yeah, unless he has like a, he has to have like a Achilles fucking injury in September or something.
1: He's gonna go to Boston. He's gonna, he's gonna say exactly why he hated playing in the Bronx. He's gonna. No,
0: play. I, I don't, I don't. I. The more I thought about it, he would go to the West Coast. That's where he's from. L.A. Angels, Padres.
1: Yeah, he's from like Long Beach, right?
0: Yeah, I don't yeah. think he would go to the Met I mean, who knows? If some of the Mets like well, offer Mets, would him, off him, uh,
1: yeah, Mets would offer him ridiculous money. Is yeah, he way? wouldn't
0: be the he wouldn't be the first guy to take the money, but um I think he would be
2: West Coast.
1: Um Yeah, I could see the Mets are on stupid money at him, just to like make the point. Yeah. Mm. all right all right well good shit i'll get this out to the masses all right I'll see uh next time you got happy, it happy easter
2: oh yes absolutely enjoy thanks